Now on Netflix. Inspired by the unbelievable true story of a fake hitman comes the new movie, Hitman, from Academy Award nominee Richard Linklater. At 96% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, critics are calling Hitman a smart, sexy crime thriller with surprises at every turn. Starring Glenn Powell and Adria Arjona, Hitman. Now playing on Netflix and in select theaters. Rated R. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Greetings to those who watch below. Now, at the end of every video, I always tell you to sleep tight. What happens when that's an impossibility? Let's find out in today's video, featuring six truly creepy encounters with night attacks and sleep paralysis. 1. I recently moved a long way away from home to university. I'm used to using Sage regularly due to my use of crystals and tarot cards. However, the halls I'm staying in are only two years old and have an incredibly sensitive smoke detection system. Due to this, I haven't used my Sage or properly cleansed my crystals, which I was fine with as I've been using my cards for a number of years and I'm always wearing amethyst, but I'm not sure I feel safe anymore. About two weeks ago, I started waking up in the pitch black. I jolt up the way you do when you realise that you're late for work, with that rush of adrenaline. But every time I check my phone and it's 4am. On the dot, not a minute later, and I'd stay wide awake until my alarm woke me up at 7.30. Only then I'd realise I must have slept somehow. I could deal with this, I thought. New place, new anxiety. Then, something else started. The first time, I woke up around 3.30, disorientated and confused, more so that it wasn't 4am than at being woken up. I remember looking in the shadows around me, I just had this feeling of wrong. When my eyes focused, I halted my breathing. I saw a large, humanoid, dark figure standing, facing my bed. It had its left hand in the air. I call it a hand because I could see fingers, or something that looked like fingers. It seemed to get bigger the longer I stared. I heard a loud hissing noise, and in my sleep-deprived state, I thought of air freshener. Odd, but as I started to wake up, I realised this was because I could smell something awful, like rotten cheese or sulfuric eggs. I must have blacked out, because I jolted my eyes open to drowsily see it walking away towards my wardrobe, in a slow walk with slouched shoulders. I shouted something. My flatmate later said it sounded like no, but then I woke up at four, as had become the norm. I didn't know whether I should trust myself or write it off as some kind of bad dream. All I knew was that I was scared, 
and I felt physically awful. The next day, I was violently ill. Tremors, vomiting, I couldn't sleep. And there was a dreadful pounding in my head that paracetamol and ibuprofen wouldn't relieve. The more I thought about it, the more I came to think that this figure had something to do with this unexplained and extremely sudden illness. But I still wasn't entirely convinced. I didn't want to believe it. I didn't see it again until two days later. Same hissing, same figure, but this time it was closer to me, and the smell burned my nose. Again, I became sick. All I could taste was rotten eggs like the smell was stuck up my nose. The third time was Sunday night, and almost exactly the same. He keeps getting closer. I don't know if this is some kind of sleep paralysis, or delusion, or something else. I've suffered with depression in the past, perhaps it's linked, although I'm not on any kind of medication. I know I'll just sound crazy, so I haven't told anyone. I often talk in my sleep, so I'm told, so I can easily fake not remembering my shouts. But I'm scared. Each time he has been getting closer to my bed. What happens when he reaches me? 2. My experience took place in Melbourne, around 1993. I hadn't experienced anything remotely close to this before, and haven't since. I was living in a house in Orong Road, with around four flatmates at the time. I've been living in the house for about a year, with no strange or unexplainable events. One night, in the early hours of the morning, I was awoken, and believe me, I was wide awake with the realisation that something had entered my room. The interesting part was, although I couldn't see what it was, I sensed it was part animal and part human. I don't know how I knew this, but I did. In other words, it was human, but more animal-like. And obviously, the feeling I got from this was not pleasant. I was also completely paralysed. Now I have read about sleep paralysis, but I was wide awake, and not the kind of person to imagine things. I was not using drugs, or have had any history of mental illness or delusions. Anyway, as I lay there, I sensed this thing walk into my room, around the foot of my bed, and stood next to my bed for a moment. I was reasonably terrified to say the least. Next thing I knew, this entity was on top of me, I felt an extreme pressure crushing down on me, as if it was actually trying to get into my body. I didn't know what to do, as I was totally paralysed, so all I could think to do was recite some kind of prayer to try and repel whatever it was. I'm not religious, but I prayed for the first time in my life. After about five seconds, it just seemed to evaporate away, and I could move again. It took me a long time, but eventually I fell asleep. In the morning, I got up to have a shower and noticed on my chest six red marks, three on each side, spaced equally apart, about the size of large fingerprints. These eventually faded away over the course of the day. The last, and most equally disturbing aspect of this experience was that after I showered, I went into the kitchen when my flatmate was getting his breakfast. I said, Morning and he turned and said in a mischievous way, straight off the bat, 
Did the bogeyman visit you last night? I instantly said no, and nothing more was said. My flatmate was a bit strange, and was into his runes, and apparently dark magic. But the fact that he knew about what happened to me just put such a weird twist on an already very weird experience. 3. First some background. I'm a Marine Corps veteran. I got out because of medical reasons. I was also diagnosed with PTSD. I've never been in combat, but I experienced an event in combat training that happened to me while I was sleeping. This event is considered hazing, and it was done to me by my own unit. Since this event, I have always had trouble sleeping, and staying asleep, and with nightmares. This happened two years after I had gotten out of the military. For a whole month, I had been missing work because my medication for my PTSD had stopped working on me. This caused me agonising anxiety throughout my days, and nightmares and flashbacks of what happened to me in combat training nights. Another thing to note is that we always keep the hallway light on, and my door is open so my cats can roam around the house. One night, I kept having nightmares of different people breaking into my house. From what I remember, I had three different nightmares of three separate individuals breaking into my home. After the third nightmare, I woke to the dark figure in my third nightmare standing in my doorway. I tried to scream, Hey, who the fuck are you? But nothing came out. It was like I was just screaming inside my own head. This is when I decided to get up and murder this stranger, but that's when I realised that I couldn't move. My anger quickly became utter fear when I realised that I was completely defenceless and tears started to stream down my face. The figure just stood in the doorway not moving and not saying anything. When I blinked, the figure disappeared and I was able to move again. I sat up in bed and cried. I didn't sleep for the rest of the night. I've got my medication changed as soon as possible after that night. I've since had my PTSD under control again and am back at work. Even though I still struggle with sleep, I haven't had an episode of sleep paralysis since then. 4. These strange experiences happened to me during winter of 2001, when I lived in a triplex apartment on Rue de Charme in Hull, Quebec, Canada. Every night around 1am, I used to hear the sound of furniture moving above my apartment. My apartment was located on the second floor of my building, and there were no tenants living above me. I spoke to my neighbours about the nightly noises I was hearing, thinking that they had access to the roof, and were possibly moving something around up there. They assured me it wasn't either of them, and told me they both thought I was the person who was rearranging my furniture every night. We looked for footprints in the snow around the building, and on the rooftop, but we found absolutely nothing. We never did find an explanation for what was making the nocturnal noises. A few days later though, things would take a very strange turn. One winter morning, I had woken alone in my bedroom and felt well rested. Wide awake, I stayed curled up under my blankets for a moment before I decided to get up. As I tried to get out of bed, my entire body suddenly felt completely paralysed. I couldn't move and I couldn't speak. The only thing I could move was my eyes. 
I could hear a strange high-pitched buzzing sound and all the hair on my body was standing on end as though I was covered in static electricity. I couldn't understand what was happening to me and my heart was racing. Then I slowly became aware of a presence standing on the right side of my bed. Finally, I managed to shift my eyes and tried to focus on who or what was standing there. Before I could see anything, I heard a strange sliding sound and could see what looked like a silver collapsible shield that expanded in sections on either side of my face. It was blocking my view of who or what was in the room with me. The metallic shield reminded me of an old collapsible tin camping cup. Freaked out at this point, I forced with all my strength and managed to move my right leg up about two inches. A man's large handprint appeared on my right thigh as though a disembodied person were pushing my leg back down onto my bed. I could clearly see the outline of the man's hand with large fingers. After a few moments had passed, there was a loud popping sound. The handprint on my thigh slowly disappeared, the pressure on my body subsided, and I was finally able to move. I rocketed out of that room as fast as my legs would take me. It was a horrible experience that I didn't want to ever relive again, so I packed everything up and moved out of that apartment shortly afterwards. 5. Last year was the first, and so far, only experience I have had in regards to sleep paralysis. I'm not quite sure exactly what I think of it, at least when it comes to paranormal events. I would say that I believe that most sleep paralysis stories are simple neurological mishaps, although I can very easily see a connection with some of these sleep paralysis events and the paranormal. About a year ago, I was sleeping on my back within my bed, which is a position I almost never sleep in, but for some reason I felt it was comfortable that night. I live in a four-level split house. When you enter, you're greeted by a nice open-concept living room, attached to a dining room and a kitchen. You can see two sets of stairs from the entrance, both next to the dining room and the back door. One of the stairs heads down to the lower level, which has two bedrooms, a bathroom, and a third set of stairs which goes down into the finished basement. The second set of stairs exiting the dining room goes upwards, to a small plateau overlooking the house below. Up there is also a door to the master bedroom, and another door for the bathroom. The upstairs bedroom was where I slept, a nice, spacious room. The bed facing the closet, the door on the right, and a large window to the left. From the bed, and with the door open, you can only see the door for the upstairs washroom, and part of the staircase that leads up to these rooms. It was around 8am, and I'd awoken, yet it wasn't a normal type of awakening. My eyes were already open, and my vision simply disintegrated from a dreamlike state to reality. My fiancé was sleeping next to me, and I could see her with my peripheral vision. However, I was unable to move my eyes at all. My arms, legs, and head felt as though they were still asleep. I wasn't able to move any part of me. In fact, I don't even recall breathing. My eyes were simply fixated directly towards the end of our bed. Suddenly, yet slowly, I began to see a dark figure rise up from the end of our bed. It slowly ascended, black drenched hair over a female body. I couldn't make out its appearance at all, as her hair was covering her face. Knotted and wet, 
as if she had just come from rotting in some kind of bog. I tried to grab my fiancé, as it was so vivid that I thought it was real, but I couldn't move. I felt helpless. I was so paralysed that I couldn't even shift my eyes, so I was forced to stare at this creature, who was staring right back at me, breathing but not moving. I had to use my peripheral vision for everything. My 16-year-old daughter came up the stairs and into the washroom. I tried to scream out her name so she could run away for her safety, as this creature seemed very dark and dangerous. My paralysed state did not allow me to make any noise, and so my daughter closed the bathroom door and didn't hear me. The creature didn't even flinch at the sounds and movement of my daughter, and that very instant is when I realised that I'm dreaming. I don't have a daughter. Once I came to that realisation, I instantly became totally conscious and without paralysis. The creature vanished, and I felt quite relieved. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 6. This is a story that started during the summer of 2008. At the time I was a college student, pursuing my undergraduate degree from the university. That summer, a close friend of mine and I worked for a pre-college summer programme as dorm counsellors. Working as a dorm counsellor can be rewarding, but it can also be hectic and full of headaches, especially if the programme you're working for is really disorganised or is students that don't want to be there. Well, one day, one of my students left the dorms without letting anyone know. By the time I found out, it was late at night. I had to call her parents, only to find out that she was at home and that she had been picked up by them during the day, though they had never checked her out. However, her parents were not happy about the call and demanded a meeting with the programme director. The whole situation got me really upset, so I called a friend, who came down to comfort me and hear me out. As I was telling her about what happened on the phone, she cut me off and asked, Is that your student? I turned around to look, but only saw the door closing at the end of the hallway where the staircase was. Without saying a word, we both rushed to the staircase, trying to catch this girl. My friend, being faster than me, started going down the stairs while I went up. I only needed to go up two floors because the rest of them were not in use. I checked both floors and spoke to the counsellors, but they all claimed that their girls were in their respective rooms, and that they haven't seen anyone coming or leaving. My friend too checked with every floor, and none of the counsellors saw the girl that she saw. We even brought it up during a later meeting, but no one saw the girl that we were talking about. That night, after the meeting, 
a girl was rushed to the hospital because her hairspray bottle had fallen off the shelf and sprayed her in the eye. Her counsellor needed to go with her, so I was called to do rounds, meaning that every so often myself and one other person would have to go from floor to floor checking and making sure that no one was sneaking out. These rounds finished at around 2am. After working the rounds, I returned to my room and fell deep asleep. I slept well until maybe 6am when I was awoken by what sounded like someone sliding their feet across the floor in my room. At that very moment, I tried to open my eyes and turn to face the door, but something, which felt like someone, held me down. I was on my side, unable to move. My mind was going crazy. I remember during this incident that I could hear my inside voice telling me to just say something or just move a finger so that I can break free. Whatever it was that was holding me down was really strong. I felt pretty scared, for I've never experienced such a thing. But when it started laughing, I got more scared. It was a female voice, and she seemed to be really enjoying the moment. I even remember her taunting me to open my eyes and look at her, but I was too scared. I eventually broke free after a few minutes of praying and was able to get up. That morning, I told my friend about the incident, and she told me that around the same time, she was awoken by a very similar sound to the one I described, but instead of turning to see where it was coming from, she got up. When she got up, she saw nothing, and thought that it may have been the wind blowing against her sticky notes, but she didn't go back to sleep, because she felt strange. The days following that incident, we both switched on and off sleeping with each other. For the most nights we were not disturbed. One time, we were extremely tired, so decided to take a nap in my room when all the students had gone off to class. At the time, we had another counsellor with us who liked to hang out around us, and decided to join us on our little nap. She dreamt, while napping with us, that a girl kept coming into the room, asking her to move and stop sleeping next to her friend. She woke up halfway off of the bed. We tried not to think of it much, but I decided to call home to tell my mum about the incident. My mum told me to go outside, find a branch, take it to my room and sweep the whole room, while saying, this isn't your sleeping place, this isn't your dwelling place, please leave, then to throw the branch outside. I did this in both mine and my friend's room, and by this time, the camp was coming to an end. After camp, I moved back home, I was living in an apartment with a few friends, but the lease was coming to an end, so I went back to my parents' house. However, something else came home with me too. I continued to experience this so-called sleep paralysis from the same entity that bothered me in the dorm. The strange thing was, when I don't have sleep paralysis, I dream a very similar dream, and always wake up in fear. This went on for some time and I was starting to sleep less and less, in fear of having sleep paralysis or even nightmares. My parents finally called a shaman to perform a ritual and to ask the spirit to leave. I have to say, ever since that, nothing has seemed to bother me in my sleep or in my dreams anymore. Greetings again to those who watch below. I really hope you enjoy this video today. If you did, please make sure to like, share, comment and subscribe to the channel 
and if you're already subscribed make sure you hit that notification bell that way you'll know when the latest creepy video hits if you have a tale that you want telling please make sure you let me know via my email in the description box below so until next time sleep tight <laughs>